0: I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you. After the Toronto Raptors completed their, uh, the most relaxing victory of the season, I would say, winning by a score of 119-90 over the visiting Memphis Grizzlies, who were playing on the second night of a back-to-back without Marc Gasol. Although, nowadays, Marc Gasol is not doing so well, so, like, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, but uh, they were road-weary. They had just gotten spanked by the Celtics, and, um, yeah, they didn't stand a chance. Like, it it was... I mean, like, you know... they stayed in it kind of early, you know, I mean, man, I mean, Mike Conley run, ran some pick-and-rolls, and I was like, okay, cool, and like, you know, Justin Holiday hit a couple of jumpers, and you're like, oh, okay, and him Mack had a couple, you're like, oh, okay, you know, the Raptors seem to try very hard to get this win, as it turned out, not really, um, the Raptors started pulling away, at the end of the second quarter leading into halftime, and then the third quarter. My God, this thing was ugly. Well, it was ugly if you're a Grizzlies fan. It was real fun with a Raptors fan. The Raptors won the quarter by a score of 45 to 14. Um and just three numbers from the <laughs> three numbers from that very lopsided quarter. Uh the Raptors first off hit 10 threes in that quarter alone. On the night, they finished 17 of uh, 36. Very rare. I would prefer the Raptors could, you know, do this against a team that is a little bit better than the Grizzlies. You know, maybe save it for a time when it's more important. But, hey, you know, I'll take it right now, right? You know, 17 of 36. And in that quarter, the Raptors hit 10 threes. And, uh, again, the Raptors, <laughs> it's 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 real funny, man. Like the, the A team like the Raptors that, like, you know, you can't really rely on them for shooting and stuff, like, will occasionally break out. For crazy things like this, to put those ten threes in perspective, the Raptors average eleven threes per game, per game on the season, and they hit ten uh, in that third quarter. And then the two other numbers are that the Grizzlies only had five made field goals; they shot five of fifteen, uh, and they had seven turnovers, which the Raptors just ran down into transition points. I mean, the big star of that third quarter was none other than Danny Green, who you know. Should be in a three point contest. And this is one of the reasons why it should be a three point contest. He hit seven threes. Seven of those ten threes in the third quarter were made by Danny Green. Um and it wasn't even like he was like hitting these like ridiculous shots from different angles and he was jacking it up. Like he got so many wide open looks. It was kind of sad watching a team like the Grizzlies that used to, you know pride themselves on defense. Even earlier this year, they were, like, third in defensive rating for, like, a like a month and a half. And it's like, all right, so the Memphis could be decent. Man, they just kept leaving Danny Green open. Like, come on, this is the Raptors. Like, how many guys do you really have to t- keep track of, right? Like, you know, there's a couple of catch-and-shoot guys, but, you know, for the most part, you got to stay on Lowry. You got to stay on Van Vleet a little bit. And you got to stay on Danny Green. He's the only reliable shooter on a night where Kawhi Leonard wasn't in the game. And, um... Yeah, the Grizzlies just kept leaving him open in the corner. I couldn't believe it, man. I mean, Kyle and uh, Fred did a really good job of finding Danny, um, but I mean, <laughs> they just kept leaving him. They kept leaving, and the Raptors weren't even running plays for Danny. Really, the Raptors only ran one play for Danny, which I think he already had five threes. It was coming out for a timeout. Raptors had the ball, and um, they sent Danny baseline. Um, Kyle set a screen, and then Ibaka set a screen. It's a play they used to run for Terrence Ross a lot. Um and then, yeah, Danny Green came off those two screens, had an open look. He hit that as well. Um, but seriously, I, I don't know what the Grizzlies were doing. Like, <laughs> just cover Danny Green. I don't know how you're leaving Danny Green. But, uh, yeah, he was he single-handedly outscored the Grizzlies by himself in the third quarter. Um, some other highlights from the third quarter. Um, the Raptors had 12 assists in the quarter, which is great. They had 31 on the night overall, which is also pretty great. Um, Pascal Siakam had a really good move in that third quarter stretch where, um, you know, Jermichael Green was in foul trouble and he had just scored on Jermichael Green on like a transition bucket or pick and, pick and roll or something like that. But Green just didn't want to pick up his fourth foul, which, okay, I mean, sure, why not. But, um, yeah, Pascal kind of knew that, so he, he really, really went at Green. And the possession that really stands out was uh, he caught the ball on the left block, faced him up, Uh, Did a really quick crossover, you know, cut towards the middle, got Green sort of leaning, then spun immediately um, and, uh, you know, put Green on his back. Went for the ball fake on the right side. Green jumped up in the air and then Pascal pivoted and laid it up softly on the left with no challenge around him. Like, it was such a great move. And, you know, this is what Pascal does every game now, man. Pascal finished the game as a plus 40. Now, a lot... I mean, most of that was because he played most of the third quarter, but still, plus forty is, is a hilarious number to look at. Um, he, he had a great game. Uh, Surge was consistent throughout, real solid, especially in the first half. The Raptors are a little bit more struggling for offense. He came out of the gate really hot, uh, and he stayed that way. You know, he was mining up from the mid range. You know, his offensive rebounding has been really positive all year. Um, and he, he keeps getting a little putbacks he's he's got a lot better timing in terms of just like when to get the re- like when after he gets the rebound when should he go back up for the shot and uh, he's a lot more steady he's a lot more calm he's a lot more opportunistic and got a lot of putback points today he had four offensive rebounds in 26 minutes it's pretty damn good shot 9 of 13 um Kyle real solid i thought uh, did force his offense but that's not his mo you know at all right now um, hit a three, so that's good. You know, one three is pretty good for him these days. Got to the free throw line a couple of times. Um, got to the mid range jumper. I do want to see him take more of those, especially when he's trying to find his form. It's a little bit tough to find your rhythm when you're just like sp- like running into those transition threes or like cutting off the high screen and you're pulling out real quickly. Like, that's not an easy way to find your rhythm. Like, because you got to really contour your body and get into weird angles and stuff like that. If anything, that's going to make you more cold, but, um, uh, that mid-range shot when it comes out the the high pick and roll and the defense sags to take takes away the roll to Ibaka or Siakam, like Kyle, you have the wide open, you have a shot wide open right there. And It's not the greatest shot in terms of just like percentages, but just take it, just take it for your for the sake of your rhythm, take it. Um, Kyle was real solid, I thought, but uh, you know, uh, Norman Powell off the bench, really damn good. He continues to be really. Um, just, it just yeah, it shows a lot better judgment in terms of how he drives, when he's driving, how he's going to finish around the basket. There's so definitely a, a an actual game plan now when he goes to the rim. Like, previous year, I mean, I said this a couple times in the podcast already this year, but, I mean, previous seasons he would just barrel to the rim, get there as quickly as possible, and throw up this violent shot attempt that would always clang off the rim. And, you know, even for a guy who was getting to the basket all the time, he just wasn't finishing, like, ever. And it was really annoying to watch. And it would lead to these transition buckets the other way because the Raptors wouldn't, you know, have their defense uh, scrambled. But, you know, tonight, as with most of the games since Powell came back from that uh, that latest injury of his, I, it was a shoulder or whatever. But, um, yeah, 14 points, 6-7 shooting, 2-0-2 from three. His three-point stroke looks a lot better. Four assists, three steals. I mean, he's he's nice. He's nice. Um C.J. Miles continues to be re- useful. Uh, I thought, you know, most of his offense, he was really hot early on. And, uh, he, you know, he got a driving layup to the, you know. And really that's the way he's gotten started in, in this game and also in the, in the Suns game uh, on Thursday before this. But, you know, if C.J. can get one of those driving layups to fall early in the game, it really does seem to, like, you know, spark his offense just a little bit. And, uh, yeah, today, I mean, he came out of the gate hot. Uh, he did cool off substantially as the game went on, but uh, he was a factor throw because of his defense. Imagine that CJ Miles playing defense too—that was one of the reasons why he got like just cut from the rotation altogether. It's like well, it's one thing if you can't shoot, you know, whatever. The Raptors got a couple guys that can't shoot, but it's another—you it, got to play defense, and you know, CJ just wasn't doing that early in the year. And tonight he had five steals, and to put these five steals into perspective, five steals in 17 minutes by the way, but. To put these five steals in perspective, CJ Miles had eleven steals on the season in the in thirty-four games played up until this point. So he got five steals tonight. You know, basically increased it by fifty percent on the season total. Um, If CJ can consistently play like this, that'd be great because the Raptors, um, you know, they need a shooter off the bench. And I wouldn't necessarily call CJ. He is a shooter, but he hasn't been a very accurate shooter, obviously. And um, yeah, I mean. It'd be great if CJ could play well. It'd be really great. Um, but uh, quite honestly, I don't really see him getting minutes, especially with, they, with the way Powell's playing. Like, they're basically playing for the same spot, and Powell's definitely better defensively, and offensively was more dynamic. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's never a bad thing to have multiple players that are playing well. And then uh, the other only other guy I really wanted to hide, well, yeah, I want to show Delon some love. He was really aggressive defensively. Three steals, two blocks, you know. Um, I don't know. I just wish he played like this more often. But you know, he picks and kind of he picks and chooses when he can assert himself. And today was definitely a game where he wanted to assert himself, and he did. It was very good, and it just makes you wonder why don't you do this all the time? Uh, Another piece of note: Patrick McCaw got his first basket as a Raptor. He picked up a loose ball off a deflection created by Delon Wright, took it the length of the floor, and finished over I think Javon Carter, who I think is a rookie, but Looks mad old. Um Yeah, Javon Carter. Twenty three. I mean he he looks older than twenty three. But um yeah, I mean wow, he's shooting twenty eight percent this year. Oh, that's on, on today. Wait, what? He's wow, Javon Carter shooting twenty three percent over his last ten games. Damn, that is that is that that is tough. That is tough. Um but yeah, I mean you know, Pat McCaw got his first basket. I still don't think he knows where to go on offense. Either that or he's too timid. He did have a really nice assist to DeLon where he drove it and sort of dished it to DeLon who was in the dunker spot. Pretty heads-up play and had a nice block as well. But I just don't think McCaw really knows where to assert himself right now on offense, which makes sense. The Raptors don't practice, like, ever. And, um, you know, I don't know where else he would have gotten a chance to do that. But, yeah, he's just not very assertive on offense, which, you know, whatever. It's I guess it's okay. As long as he can pass, that's not too bad. Um, and another guy, Boucher, I mean, this guy is pure entertainment. He's really taken over the Bruno spot in terms of that one guy that people really get hyped for in garbage time because they want to see this guy come into the game. And it's not the same, like, meme ability as, you know, Bruno was because we kind of all knew Bruno was trash. Like, nice guy, really, but just wasn't going to cut it in the NBA. And I don't, I'm, chances are pretty good that Boucher is not going to fully cut it either, but, um... You know, he's entertaining when he comes in. He takes the threes. He's very confident on those threes. He's always going to, you know, follow that three by um, the camera's know to to find him because he's going to do some kind of celebration. There was a Jordan shrug, I think, against the Pacers a couple weeks back. And today it was the Carmelo Anthony three to the dome. Shout out Carmelo Anthony. Free Carmelo Anthony, man. Daryl Morey, stop it. Stop making terrible, terrible decisions on the season your team regresses, and uh, stop holding Carmelo Anthony hostage. just let him go to LA already, but um, uh, Boucher did the 3 to the dome mellow celebration, he got a really good block against Jaron Jackson Jr., had a couple of pretty good rim contests, to be honest, uh, and was just really active, and you know what, man? That's what you want in a garbage time guy. You want a hook, you want some personality, you want a guy who is going to be willing to try shit, and he definitely tries shit, um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun to watch him. It is fun to watch him. Uh, in terms of... Oh, and, and the only negative thing I would really say today is um, Van Vliet just looks really limited physically. I mean, he only got... He only had four points. He was a plus 26 in 26 minutes, so you can't really say anything bad about that. But, you know, only the four points on one of a shooting. Um, and really, it just looks like he's forcing his offense. I don't think he's fully fit. Like, he just... He has no burst whatsoever. Like he has the same amount of burst as Kyle Lowry, and I know Kyle Lowry is a back, but it's a bad back. But Kyle's also like ten years older than Van Vliet, man. Van Vliet, you got to do better than this. This is this is this is not good. This is not good. Um, one for eight is not good. And he was tossing up some wild shots in traffic where he was just forcing his offense. But you know, whatever. I don't want to be negative on a night where the Raptors win by twenty nine. Um, so in terms of your three stars, Danny Green, obviously the first star. Um, Incredible shooting display. Send this man to the three point contest, please. He's asked. Uh, he's asked for it on the Danny Green podcast, which you should to listen to. That's it's. It's, uh, it's just a really good show. But um, yeah, Danny's advocated for himself, and I don't know. Send this tape to the league office, man. Eight of twelve from deep. Damn, that's pretty damn good in twenty three minutes, no less. Um, second star, I'm giving that to Pascal, and third star, I'm giving it to Serge. Pretty pretty straightforward night. And in terms of your Gerald Henderson award, um, I I don't even know, man. Like I guess. See the thing is, like you, if you, oh, man, I'm looking at the stash here right now. I'm gonna give it to my guy Sahal Abdi, aka Shelvin Mack, for uh, his 14 points off the bench. I guess five of eight shooting, uh, two or three from deep, had five assists. I mean, I I don't know, man. This Grizzlies team is sad. It just it it just makes me so sad. Um God damn. I can't wait for them to sell out some of the pieces because they really should. Like, trade Justin Holiday. I know they just traded two second round picks for him. It's fine. You can probably, you know, get a second round pick back, maybe even two. He's a guy who is a solid three and D guy. Um Garrett Temple is also a solid three D guy. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you want Jermichael Green? I, I've seen some people talk about Jermichael Green, and it's like his numbers are okay. And every time I watch Jermichael Green, I'm like, this guy's not good. Today, three points. I mean, yikes. But uh, I'll give it to Sahal, man. Good job, Sahal. Way to go. And then, uh, yeah, that does it for the podcast. I, I don't know what else to say about this Grizzlies game other than, um, you know, it was a fun win. Everyone got everyone got to rest. Kawhi was on the bench. I thought the Raptors were resting him due to, uh, you know. <laughs> The polar vortex that has finally struck Toronto. It is like minus 14 degrees outside. But um, Kawhi was at the game. Kawhi was at the game. Looking real comfy too. In like a suit jacket and stuff. So, alright. So, he's resting. I'm a little bit curious to see what's going on there. But apparently he's not injured or whatever. So, that's important. But, um, yeah. The Raptors got a win. A nice relaxing one too. It's been a while since we had the Raptors had a relaxing win. You know, even some of the garbage wins of late have been like you know, Atlanta winning at the buzzer or like Phoenix winning at the buzzer. So yeah, this is, this is a nice change up. Anyway, I'll be back after the next one. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn extra cash. Come on. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where discover is accepted. of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online.